1: the Wake Up with Michelle Miche, Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality, the soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Lights. Welcome. Great to connect with all of you, and if you're new to the program, I'm Michelle Miche. Welcome. Um, welcome to everyone in the chat as well, the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room. Ooh, love you guys. They really ground the energy of awakenings, and they're my co hosts, co pilots, and sound engineers. So, uh, welcome to all of you. Good to see everyone in the chat. I'm able to get in today. Um, I'm back on my regular computer, my laptop. So, blessings to everyone, new and improved. <laughs> We're always getting more and more ideal, more and more improved. Um, hey, everyone, also listening later in the archives, and those of you that are calling by phone or want to call by phone to either listen or get a reading, that number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122 and press one on your keypad, um, I got the okay with the sound, so yay, okay, uh, got a great program today, um, we get great guests, We always feel so blessed um, if you look over the archives, uh, but this week we have with us Benjamin Decker, you can check him out by going to benjaminwdecker.com, we're going to be talking about his book Modern Spirituality. A Guide to the Heart of Mindfulness, Meditation, and the Art of Healing. Mm, yummy. Meditation is a big part of the path, no matter how you want to dice it or slice it, meditative states, doesn't matter what you're doing. I know this as a esotericist, alchemist, shaman, hypnotherapist transpersonal therapist, transpersonal college. We use transcendent states, um, and it is our true nature, the Buddhists say. So um, so anything, of course, many of you know that I have a book out, Meditation for Everyday Living, so I am definitely a proponent of meditation as a practice and learning to get into the meditative state to access um Basically, the energy of the all that is, God, the cosmic energy of us through the subtle energy in the different states of consciousness. So um, I'm excited to have him on. That will be on at the second half of the program for our Awakening Dialogue. So please want to stick around for that um, as well. And if you have any questions, you can always put them in the chat, whether for me or our guest. Um, Also, you could always call in, 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122 is the number. So, um, oh, yeah, I want to let everyone know I did start my tarot class. A couple people are jumping in this week. Um, You can do that this week if you have an interest. You can email me at michelle at soulplayground.life. Also, there's a link. Um, on the events page on my on Soul Playground Life um, events and workshops page, um, But this would be the only week that you can do that, that you can um, jump in, and then I can send you the recording from that we uh, our session last week, and then also um, get you the handout, the material, the supplemental material. So it's a great, it's definitely for those esoteric, and in fact, I'm thinking I may even do a, um, I'm going to do one based solely also on relationships uh, coming up in, uh, after this this one, and then I thought I would also do one for people that even want to dive even deeper into the esoteric meaning, and, you know, we, and I want to share something that I covered a little bit in class, actually, but You know, we get these roadmaps of what to do and why, because that's how the all that is. I mean, this is this earth experiment, it's a great question and answering. You know, as Carl Jung says, we are the living question. You know, our life is a living question, but I also say it's not just a living question, it's a living answer. Our life is the living question of the all that is, God growing, expanding, learning through itself as us, through all of nature, all of life. And if you notice in your life, there are these questions that are posed in various ways. How do I do something? Why do I do something? How do I make this? How do I create this? And then we become the answer. And the answer that is more, of course, fulfilling and soul-aligned, depending on what you're doing this lifetime, some people aren't necessarily meant to be, connect to a soul and have that kind of experience. Doesn't necessarily, that doesn't mean they're not spiritual beings or from source or God or all that is. But we are playing out these opposites on a polarity, on a spectrum, right? This is a dualistic world or earth. It plays out dualistically. However, there is really only this oneness, right, like temperature. We could talk about temperature or even electricity, and, and you can register on a meter where there could be more or less, you know, or in temperature something could be very hot. It could be very cold. It could be temperate. It could be luke, lukewarm, right? So there's, there's these varying degrees. And in the last paradigm, it was about playing out the extremes of the polarity plane. And that's why it's kind of a fever pitch right now. Um, but that, doesn't, that's, that game is winding out or winding down, is a good way to put it. So I would suggest that you have this map, internally, this, this navigating system. And sometimes the map changes. When navigation tools, the, the, north, the north star, your true north, your inner compass, guides you and then sometimes you create a different map, you know, it's just like it's just like GPS or Google Maps it's no longer a street or it used to be a little street and now it's a highway or they put a freeway in or expressway if you're from the Midwest. Um or they put in or now it's no longer a street, they blocked it off and now it's the the you know subdivision of houses. Or they put a park there. So, this is why it's tripping up a lot of people right now because all the. A certain point.
2: And you have to use your
1: inner navigating tools. And this is why I see so much now why in all my classes, courses, channeling, especially for the last, I would say, 10 years, 11 years, and then really into high gear the last, I don't know, three years the message was teach people how to tune in and the use their intuition, how to read the signs, how to understand the synchronicities and follow them. Teach pe- it's, that's more important. Even when people, when I was doing, doing channeling and still do, of current events or what's happening, like with the coronavirus and vaccines and what are certain agendas, um, you know, still, it's trust your intuition because it will guide you to what you're meant to experience. And I can tell you this, and I'm sure many of you have had examples of this. Sometimes certain people have a a certain situation, let's say, with an organization or even a person. You might have someone someone tells you they have this example. Let's say this organization is very difficult. And not to say they may or may not be with you, but you have – If you get out of that perception and into that space of oneness, of possibilities, of alignment to what is and what is unfolding, you don't necessarily have to have that experience. And many times you will not. So I feel like on a collective level, the opportunity, or let's say on a soul wave level, I don't feel the mainstream consciousness, the collective, the race consciousness isn't there yet. They're kind of always a little behind, you know, you can you can see that just in mundane things, everyday things, whether fashion or music or colors or design, and it's meant to be that way, you know, it's, the, but the, um, what's more progressive or cutting edge, and I, I don't mean, um, hello everyone in the chat, good to see everyone getting in here, yeah, questions uh, in the chat, you can always, type questions in. Um, if you're on the phone line and you want a reading or ask a question or share something, that number is three four seven five three nine five one two two. For those of you that are thinking about it, those of you that are already um, listening by phone, if you have a question or comment or something you want to share, please press 1 on your keypad. That lets me know you want to get on air because a lot of people listen by phone, especially <laughs> – at work, <laughs> although many, not a lot of people are going into work these days. But anyway, 347 539 press 1 on your keypad. You will be getting two callers. So, I, you know, and a lot of people ask me on my YouTube uh, channel, which I also want to let everyone know, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache, and then my Patreon also, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache, or you can go to Michelle Mache if you want more support or get updates. Um, If you want more connection and individual guidance, assistance, and inspiration inside and just want to journey further with me, those are a couple more options, Um, of course, as well as Instagram also. But I get a lot of people asking, some of you heard me talk about this, how do you tune in to people and it's so accurate or it's exactly what I'm going through. And that's because if you look around, we do incarnate in soul groups, soul tribe. And even more extended out. of that is a soul wave, the soul wave that we come in. And then, of course, if you look at waves, there's little bubbles of water. So some people are more intimately connected with us or we have more interaction. And those would be more of our part of our soul tribe or soul family or soul group. But they still come in on this wave where we all have a similar resonance. And you can even look at it through astrology, through the chart, um, especially it's soul-centered astrology, which is the type of astrology that I use um, in practice. Um, So you want to look around right now, especially with Mars retrograde, and we're going to have Mercury retrograde. And the Mars retrograde I feel happened, you know, some of my videos, I talked about this on YouTube, how people, there was a lot of movement. You know, everybody was, like, clipping along, moving, getting the job, getting the hang of things, coming and going, knowing what they wanted. Things were falling into place. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) things just kind of, like, started slowing down or just screeched to a halt. And I do feel, because we're still in this acclimation process, um, I talked about this on my most recent video on YouTube, and I did post it on Facebook, that we're awakening to this new way of being. And it takes a while to acclimate because we may understand it individually or, excuse me, uh, uh, intellectually, but to really vibe to it, feel it emotionally, feel it in our bones, and that that becomes a new way of responding, a new format that we're more aligned to the higher self. We're we're living more from that place. This is why a lot of shadow material is coming up right now. You know, old wounds, looking at things, you know, old hurts that haven't been healed, wounds, behaviors, relating patterns, to flush them out more, to, to heal, to have more awareness, more consciousness of how we're re- reacting or responding or someone else's, and what are, our tr- what are our triggers, and also what are our gifts. Shadow material is just what we're not aware of. It's not necessarily the underdeveloped or people might say the negative or less evolved aspect of us. It can very much be the shadow material of someone not stepping into their power or empowerment because maybe not feeling... Deserving or or not recognizing their own power or light, not stepping into that, and that creates its own kind of shadow material. And and that's been operating in this Piscean, well even beyond Piscean, uh, this power over, under power, overpowered, underpowered. It's very much in that Piscean, you know that that's, uh, you know one fish swimming one way, the other fish swimming the other to try to balance itself out. So. If we're feeling underpowered, we tend to attract people that overpower us, okay? Or we start overpowering people and we get people that feel underpowered, not in their power or empowerment. So look underneath the surface. What is going on? What what do you see? What are the reoccurring themes that you're seeing right now? This is Mars and Aries. It's doing its dance, you know, squaring Capricorn saturn you know saturn pluto jupiter it, it's it's doing its dance with chiron the heel about healing um and with that neptune in pisces it says look below the surface especially retrograde we have all these retrograde planets look below the surface um in Mathis 42 you're welcome you're so welcome yeah, so look below the surface. This is the time to do it. It's easier to do it now. This is what retrogrades bring us. It's easier to do it when the energy is a bit slowed down or we seem to be thwarted. Anytime you feel slowed down or thwarted, it means look within. More facts are needed. Pause. Do only what do what you can in the moment and then leave it. Usually usually when we're thwarted even procrastination, a lot of times I find procrastination comes from our higher self. It's like, whoa, you know, you're so much in the ego mode of do, 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 make it happen, make it happen. This, this, that's a form of greed, you know, having to have it all, make it happen, take this, do this, do this now. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this, this. It's like there's, there's spaces because what happens, there's sweet spots in the spaces. In the space, we get the true direction, the true motivation, the motivation that comes from our soul, which I call soul fuel. We become more spirit led, and yes, sometimes it makes it more contemplative. We have to get comfortable of the space. That space is part of movement, because even in the space or what seems to not be moving, there's always movement. And there's nothing in the universe, universe is in the world, in Earth in us, in nature, that's not moving. Even when we're stopped, we're moving. Even when we're sleeping, we're moving. Every energy is always moving. The slower the moving, the the more density, the more solid things appear. The faster the moving, the less density. Think of clouds or gaseousness. So, Right now, the call is really look below the surface, really see your pattern with with not judgment, judgment judgment-free with compassion, with understanding that whether you think it suited you or not, it did for some reason. It did for some reason. It's time to kind of put things to, to rest, that it did suit for some reason, even though you're choosing something different. Or maybe it so suited you and was so amazing for you but something new is, is coming in. We don't always leave something or someone because it's bad or horrible. It's just sometimes there's something that's going to be more resonating for a period of time, whether that's hours, days, weeks, months, or years, or what we would term forever. Understanding the interconnectedness of all of us and everything and everyone, and that we're always connected, whether in the physical form connection or not. Just got a question in the chat. My friend was going to break up with her boyfriend. Is this advisable during the retrograde? Ah, Amish comedian. Well, usually sort a of retrograde, and I believe the Mercury's retrograde will be in. Um, I think it's mid October. I can look at my ephemeris, or if anybody has that date. Um you know, those kinds of questions they're good. The thing is it's it's not as simple as that because it depends on what's aspecting to know if the relationship will come back around. Definitely during retrogrades people do a lot of thinking, especially with Mercury retrograde and Mars, because Mars retrograde really affects where and how we put our action. You know. Uh, our motivation, our passion, our inspiration, and literally how we move around. Um, So I'm going to look at C1. So,
3: yeah,
1: I'd have to really look at the chart and, 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 you know, what's right for this person, but I would probably say during the retrograde, this person is probably thinking a lot about the relationship and Okay, that's what I thought. I thought it was the 17th, but it's the 14th. So October 14th, um, Mercury will be retrograde in Scorpio. And we will have – Mars will be retrograde until, I believe, November – yeah, November 14th of this year. And, of course, we still have – let's see, Pluto. Pluto uh, goes direct in October. But we will have – right now we have Jupiter retrograde, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, Mars, and, of course, um, the North Node in Gemini is retrograde, South Node in Sag. Um, But we have little peaks of it going direct. So, retrogrades, like Calilly, thank you. Mercury retrograde October 14th to November 3rd. Oh, thank you. So, you know, all the, again, we can look at it, there's so many different ways, whether it's numerology or psychic or channeling, looking at the psychic trends, astrology. Um, However one's navigating or gauging this transition, you can look at retrogrades are about relearning, re-understanding, going over, slowing down enough. To make some of your quantum leaps, your leaps in consciousness, your extension in consciousness and awareness, your expansion in consciousness, and I say extension meaning extending out or more within to feel more interconnected, so that it catches up to the mental body, the emotional body, the physical body. It becomes more of a behavior. It becomes more second nature, and you have to live it out, play it out for a little bit. So I would say how can you make peace or have a a more peaceful acceptance of the energetic patterning right now of these retrogrades and maybe bring some conscious awareness to it, um, some conscious intent, perhaps, and say, how can I work with this energy now? Okay, let me utilize it. Because with working with it, situations, relationships, issues, problems will move, will move forward. Maybe not in the, the speed or the way that you perceive on an ego level, all of this through the surface mind, but you'll also be able to see the underpinning okay of a situation um, I'll give an example and then I'm going to move on to callers um, again the number 347-539-5122 press one on the keypad so I've noticed for my readings like I'll watch other readings on YouTube I'll get a message look so at this person or click here and you know I'll get a message or you know it could be anything it could be a book or whatever it could be you know it comes through in a lot of different ways Um, But I notice usually the readings that I'm doing for others are not for me, which is so interesting. So it causes me to extend out, to look for my signs, you know, not just look within. I look within, but it's fun to look out, you know. As within, as without, it's all the same. And to just watch the signs. so I was doing a reading the other day, and I kept getting this one. Card and it was showing up a, a, a multiple ways, but the first time I got it, I had a little flash and all that. It was Oracle cards, All that glitters is not gold, and I thought, ooh, and I saw this person in my mind's eye, and I thought, oh, there's something there, and I need to look at this. So I made a little note. This is kind of what I'm suggesting to all of you. This is, you know, when you're on the mystical path, it does make it. A, it's surreal, makes it a little more interesting. Those that came before us are ancestors, and. Us in other times, lifetimes, and forces, and also the part of us that is not in the denser physical form, sets this stuff up for us. So I did a couple. I came. The card came up a couple other times in the general readings, but I it always I thought, gosh, where does this apply? I couldn't quite figure it out. I had a semi little bit of an idea, and then I was watching a YouTube video, and it came <laughs> up. One that I was watching specifically for me, and I went, "Oh my God, it uh, was!" And then, boom, I had the whole scenario um, and my part in it, my situation um, of again, again, and this. So I'm sharing with a look below the surface, even with what I do and was awake, aware, and whatever how I live or you perceive I live. I saw my little stumbling blocks and some big blocks. So I was like, okay, you have to look at the motivations of this person and in this situation. What is being offered? You can receive that, but look below the surface. See, I wasn't looking below the surface in a particular situation with a particular person. And then later this behavior kind of manifested um, with this individual. Now, is it horrible? Now, some of you may be going through very traumatic situations. In, so I'm giving you. It seems to be a kind of a light, fluffy example. But for my path, this is where I'm at. I don't have a lot of drama. But so I'm always fine-tuning because it's about being more authentic and doing what's right, not only for myself but for the other person or for someone in the situation. Not to expect too much or overextend. Okay, that's maybe that's what I'm working on. And that again. In this dualistic, people can have very good qualities and mean well, but also be unconscious or undeveloped in a certain way or area that you can perceive as a light worker. You can perceive through your wisdom, through your hermit energy, through your high priestess energy, if we're going to use the tarot, so you don't have to get involved in a drama situation because now you're perceiving more of the reality, more of what is guys nice following me here? So it doesn't always have to be drama, trauma, but it can just be where is where's the resonance, where is the sweet spot, where is the harmony, the coherence. So if I can catch something, we do it all the time with children. We don't give them more than they can chew, right? <laughs> Hopefully not. We don't give them the keys of the car before they know how to drive, you know, because we don't don't want to set them up. So sometimes if you see somebody acting out or manipulating, they could still be good. They can still be in your life. Again, there's this spectrum. People act out when they're triggered. And right now a lot of people are, there's a lot of triggering going on. And so you can decide not to take it personally. What is it? Don Miguel Luis. Ruiz, Ruiz, Daniel Ruiz, um, it's not that it doesn't hurt you or there's not a disappointment, but it's like retrograde energy. Step back and go, okay, something else is going on here. Something else is playing out. And also, by the way, everyone, metaphysically as an esotericist and a spiritualist, it's also perceiving that person or per- people, whatever, who are, is sacred. That they have their own higher self to find their way. So, even if you see somebody going down a path that's not right, and maybe you've given a couple of signals and you've talked, then you have to let it go, you have to trust their divine connection to figure it out. But to understand that you might come under fire, or there might be some unresolved issues that you can see playing out, or that might affect you or the relationship not this, you know might affect you and so that's the awareness that's the constant awareness that's coming from higher consciousness to observe what is like if somebody's trying to roller skate or you know rollerblade, and they keep falling down and falling down there's only more times you can pick them up because they have to learn how to get up themselves i had to learn that And I I was a skater and I did blading for, for, you know, many years. Um, It's okay to rush, and especially if they're really hurt or something or they can't get up, that's fine. But part of it is you have to know how to get up with the skates. Otherwise, they keep rolling out from under you, right? You have to learn how to leverage your body. So many people, and to some degree, if you're with all of us, are learning how to leverage our body, our body positioning, in this new unit of time, time-space continuum, what, what we're integrating, these new levels and awareness and, and more soul gifts and being more intuitive and more of the higher self coming through, there's this there's this balancing act right now. There's this leveraging. And some people that aren't slowing down enough will be clutching, greedy, manipulate they, they will be clutching at things and very, very triggered. And, and even if you're not you're going to be triggered <laughs> it's a very triggering time so but if you can see it as oh the pattern got triggered i am this consciousness having this experience i'm experiencing through the triggering the triggering is not us the p- relating pattern is not us the behavior pattern is not us it's how we've learned to express and experience life so we can see oh what okay let me pull back and tune in let me align what what is the higher frequency expression here and it's not thinking it all the thinking we healing we have to do the thinking and the healing the contemplation the meditation we work it out and then all of a sudden some energy comes through whether you want to call it grace holy spirit holy ghost right the resonant field the all that is some energy comes in which is the quantum us and now we have this new awareness or we responded differently or we have this amazing insight or aha. And that is going to be more and more the default position. That is going to be the starting point. Yes, instead of that surface mind. Um, yeah, yes, the four agreements don't take anything personally. Tammy, it's a form of respect for a person's sovereignty. Ooh, <gasps> sovereignty to figure this out for themselves. Oops, callers, I know you just left and I was just about to get to you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the call if you have a question or a comment or you wanted a reading, 347-539-5122. We'll start with you. Hello, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air.
4: Hello, this is Lizard. Hey, Lizard! Can you hear me? I can. Connect. I can't Hi.
0: Hear you.
4: Yes, I Hi. can. Okay. First of all, I just want to say thank you for continuing <clears throat> to share yourself with us this year. It's, like, so grounding mm-hmm. to just, like, check in with you on YouTube and, like, everything. So thank you for all that you do.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you for being a part of it as well. See your
4: light shining, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, <it's> still shining, <laughs> even though it's overwhelming at times this year, but it's all good. And yep. my Venus is in the seventh house, so happy Libra season. I am going to ask Ooh. about romance today, which is kind of not usually what I want to ask about, but uh, I feel called yeah. to ask about that. Nice, nice. So, nice. Yeah, so do you see any romantic relationship coming through or or someone trying to come back which i hope is not the case but okay let's see what's coming up for you
1: i do by the way feel like after this kind of for a lot of people kind of on hold in this this mars you know because that is also you know the sexual energy that that it's, it's all energy but a specific type with pads. that, that there is going to be um, a lot of people attracting their counterparts, relationships. Some to learn from, some the, you know, create mate um, soulmate. Okay, so let's see. Oh, you know, you're learning a lot, giving about giving, opening up, using your gifts fully. So I asked, what's coming up? Yeah, there's just one little piece. And what is your – what is Venus in?
4: Aquarius in the seventh house.
1: Oh, Venus in Aquarius. Oh, no wonder. Okay, because Saturn moves into Aquarius December 17th. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably – yeah, so you're, you'll probably um, – yeah, you'll probably be getting – A a very meaningful now. I obviously psychically can't say is this the one forever, ever, whatever the rest of the evers, whatever. (laughs) But I I would say definitely a very meaningful relationship because there is some kind of learning experience of deeper understanding that you're going to be attracting a, a mate that can that's up to that and can handle that. That brings that. It's, you know what it is, Lizard, for you, it's the, all of this, the esoteric that you're more connecting to now, the, um, all the eighth house stuff, deeper, meaningful connection to yourself, to others, uh, the occult, um, yeah, the deeper, meaningful connections. It's once you're nice and marinated in that, and you've been doing that, which, which of course, it'll fit right into the timing of the aspects, um, you attract someone that, you either need to be that way with, you know, or, you, or there's this wavering, or you're fully that way, and they're they're you're learning how to accept yourself and show up in that way. So there's something about you showing up totally as you really are, okay, in this next phase or level. That makes sense. Okay.
4: Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: you're going to be attracting differently, and there and there could be. I'd say with Saturn there, there's definitely, you know, Saturn brings longevity. So there's, I would say there's definitely going to be someone that you work through this with or you're working through it as you're on yourself. Um, it, you know, like, okay, this is, is of course, because relationships are a lot about mirroring. So they, right. they get to see this part of you in action. Right, they get to see this part of you um, living it out. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, you got to keep us posted because this is a, like this is a biggie. This is a um, and in fact, it'll be where you're interpersonal, but all kinds of relationships, business, personal, like showing up more fully as as all of these parts and aspects of you. That needs more and more full expression. But it's specifically this esoteric. Have you hidden that part before?
4: Sorry, what was that? Uh,
1: have have you, you hidden that part of you? Yeah, have you hidden that part of you before, or just not shown it, or has it not been, is it? Yeah. It a of, is
4: yeah, this is, you, ah. yeah, this is really resonating. I don't remember if I was listening to something or if this was a download I got, but I'm just remembering now just this concept coming into my head of I'm different people with different – or not, I'm not different with different people, but I hide parts of myself with different people. And I'm learning yeah. how to be fully myself within all of my relationships. Yes. Like yes. that's always that's been a challenge it. for me. Really? So that's – yeah.
1: So the people that are coming in will give you the, you know, example. You know, they'll be able to um, – you know, it will just happen. The space will be there for you to, mo- to move in that direction, to, to be more that, to whether to vocalize it, speak it, or just by showing up a certain way. Um, they're going to see all these facets. And, of course, it's about you getting more and more comfortable doing that and having all these
4: Vulnerability. Facets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. And so being okay, like, Yeah to show up that way. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. It's going to be an amazing unfolding. It's going to be um, with Venus there, it's all, you know, not just it's values, your values, what you value, how you love, how you want to receive love, but what characteristics, qualities you value in life, Where are the beliefs mm-hmm. that you value, the principle. Yeah, it's, it's going to be changing a platform, of you know, or part of the foundation of your life. You know, and this platform coming in, and so people will have to. You'll support that, and then you'll be seeing who who's mirroring that support and being okay. Yeah. Or also, what I'm hearing from Spirit is being okay with the differences.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Like I shared yeah, something I, with someone a
1: couple. Yeah, right. I shared something with someone a couple months ago. And because I give it a message and they've got resisting. I don't want to deal with that energy anymore. Somebody's kind of, and I just, I'm like, you're you're going to have to work through that yourself. But they said, oh, you're oversensitive. And I said, no, I'm not oversensitive. I go, it hurts when you say this. And I don't like the energy coming at me. And I said, and also an empath. So of course I'm very sensitive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm seeing for you. Like, it's like embrace it. It's like, No, I don't want to always have to hold that space because sometimes the energy is too harsh, and it's okay that I don't want to deal with that. So, yeah, you're going to be, like, showing, like, tuning into yourself and going, okay, that little cringe factor, I don't want to have that. I want to show up vulnerable. I want to show up fully, fully, fully open and even if it does somebody doesn't understand or they misinterpret it or they're not like this because some people stuff like some people stuff doesn't bother and that's okay. That's why I could never do surgery. I, you know, I could never do, I mean, if I had to in an emergency, I can do all that kind of stuff. You know, I could do, you know, like whatever you have to do, you know, somebody's on the hiking trail with you and you know, you gotta do something. But I don't choose it because, and my mom even knew that. She's like, "Oh my God, Michelle, you're so sensitive." Because I'd be in the hospital and all the smells, and I would pick up so much energy, I would get nauseous. Yeah. I'd have to go outside. I'd have to go outside and get it. Even in Vegas, with all the lights and no fresh air, I'd have to go outside and just sit out there and stare at the sky, you know. And at night, yeah. stare at the stars. So that's what I feel with you. It's like fully embracing. Like that's fine. You guys can do that over there. That's great. You know, that's okay. But mm, I'm over here in this little <laughs> bubble, and um, I'm okay, too, you know, reading my book yeah. or doing whatever. All right, Lizard, keep us posted. Um, this is beautiful right. energy. So um, not much longer. I mean, it's relative because we've got the retrogrades, but it's definitely in the near future. It's definitely in the, the near future plan. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's exciting. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. See right. you
1: later. Bye. Okay, Tammy in the chat is saying there's such a great insight to be fully herself. Yeah. Well, in a way, we all are becoming that there's a space now to be more and more yourself. Or you have to take the space. You might have to take it up. Um, but the way the world is changing, it's allowing that more, you know allowing the areas and the ways to be more yourself no matter how individual you are no matter how many how awake or aware if the space isn't there if the allowance isn't there to some degree you bump up and live through resistance and then you are in the re- rebel scapegoat role or mode you just you you just fall into that into the polarity but as things come more to that center point more that oneness there's more room for different ways, modes of expression and experiencing life, right? There's just more, you see it. The thing's becoming less and less binary. You know, people are allowed to have multiple ways of being, you know, so it, that, that the frequency, the resonant frequency is changing on the planet. Let's see, got another caller here.
3: Hello, welcome to Awakening Drawn Air. Well, I knew it was time for me to come.
0: Queen! Hello.
3: (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. you. Good to connect. Yes, it is. I'm so grateful that you are there. Life is as it should be. I must Mm. always remember. Beautiful. Wow. (laughs) Yeah? Yes. Yes. I have a question. Um. Quite a while ago, maybe several times, you had suggested that I was going to be moving. Okay. And mm. now I'm the energy of that. The current climate on, on the planet, particularly in this country, has opened yeah. me up to possibilities of relocation. And with yeah. that, I would like to see what you see and in terms of whether I would be keeping my current uh, location, um, properties, where I live, my land, that kind of stuff,
2: and or
3: um, letting it all go and, and, you know, moving to another country. Let's see. Um,
1: I feel it's going to happen for you in steps. I don't know if it's family, friends. There seems like there are some things that you still have to work out. Um, Okay, but I do feel hm uh, there, there's there is kind of a past life um energy around this. Like you could be feeling called to some place. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Which I'm getting that for many people, so there is this calling, and it is the spirit is telling me to tell you that it's cor- it's correct where you where you're being called to. It's
3: okay. It's
1: yeah. It's it's correct. You're getting the correct message, is what I'm hearing. So, but I feel like you could go perhaps and visit. You could be back and forth. There's some people that you're meant to connect with. Um yeah there's some people that you're meant to connect with that help the transition help the bridging is what I'm hearing
3: That makes sense as as well because both there are two places now that are opening up for me and there are people there that that could could be of of assistance and still needing to put things in place is is correct um that it would yeah. be in stepped. Yeah,
1: because I definitely do see and hear that there is um there's there's assistance. It's not you have help to move it over. It could even be that you go to do a workshop. Something. There's some there's some kind of bridging point is what I hear, Queen.
3: Okay. Okay, well I'm looking forward to what opens up, how it opens up for me.
1: Yes, yes. You. Please keep us posted. You're so welcome. Much peace. For our guests you. to call
3: in. You too, Queen. Much love.
1: Hello, welcome to Awakenings. You're on
3: air. Hello. Hello.
1: Yes, you're on air. Welcome to the program.
3: Hello. Did you have a question? Hello. Yes, I have a question. Yes. Okay, what's the
1: question? Yes, you're on air. I can hear you. We can hear you.
3: My question is which job I should take.
1: The one you really want. (laughs) I don't really want (laughs) either.
3: (laughs) Well, the one that you
1: need. Okay, well, there's your answer then. We always know the answer. The one but
3: that fits like in that's more. true. Yeah, mm-hmm. these are like in between jobs, so I'm trying to decide yeah. which one. Is Doesn't better. matter.
1: That's what I'm hearing. Doesn't matter.
3: That's right. The saying? one
1: that you want the most or supports you the most. Okay. Because I was just going to say, this is a transitional time for you, transitional. So.
3: Okay. Um. Yeah. Then. Thank you, Michelle. Okay, yeah. That helps you're so that.
1: welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. What was your first name? Cynthia, hi Cynthia. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes it's like option A, option B was was really kind of the same, you know, or they're not that much different. And I don't see you there a very long time, so okay. I would just say whatever it is, just just jump in, do it, and okay, yeah, one is a little better. Yeah, one is a little better. One, I feel like there's a little more. Mo- it's not, either one is not going to be perfect. So, whichever one yeah. that you uh, more resonate with, trust your intuition. You're right. <laughs> All right, Cynthia, thanks for calling. Okay, in. okay. thanks. Much peace. You're so welcome. All right, everyone. Thank you, callers, for calling in. All of you called in, all of you in the chat. It is time for our second half of the program. Uh, Some of you heard me intro him earlier at the top of the program. For those of you just joining us, we have with us today Benjamin Decker, who's a world-renowned meditation teacher and best-selling author of four meditation books, including his most recent book. Modern Spirituality, A Guide to the Heart of Mindfulness, Meditation, and the Art of Healing. By the way, everyone, it's available for pre-order where books are sold. Um, So we're going to be diving into modern spirituality and how meditation and mindfulness fits in with what we're all going through right now. Hello, Benjamin. Welcome to the program.
2: Hello. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Ah, it's great to connect with you. I love the title of this book, by the way. Thank
2: you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so tell me what you what stood out to you about modern spirituality, because I know that you saw it. And when I when I was looking at your podcast, I was like, okay, I think we could have a really interesting conversation. But I want to know what you thought was interesting about it.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, well, also (laughs) being a meditation teacher, studied in India. I have a book on meditation. Uh, for everyday living, the idea of the modern spirituality, that you you're—that it's for modern times, it's for what we're going through, it's for everyday life and living. And also the fact that you called it the guide to the heart. I feel like you're bringing the heart in and also the idea mm-hmm. of healing, which I don't mm-hmm. feel enough people, at least that I've talked to or interviewed or even in my circles, Talk about the heart component, because sometimes meditators get into, it's a lot, a lot of times about, especially in the old school, medita- checking out instead of going more within. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this kind of yeah, and the mind. in place. Yes, mm-hmm. the mind.
2: It's a lot of so, the yes. mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, cool. Love mm-hmm. your perspective on that.
1: Yeah, it just touched me because I thought, oh, my God, somebody's bringing in the heart, but also healing, the healing aspect. Mm-hmm. and that it, and that it
2: yeah. is this and, art mm-hmm. right it's an art you know the the thing that i really learned in my journey was that the the process of healing as much as we want it to be this like linear uh guaranteed process is it is a a dance it's an art it's a performance um and in the in the book, I talk about the akashic theater. We're familiar with the concept of the akashic records, mm, um, yeah. where every everything that's ever happened in the universe is available. And because we are, as a, as a species, increasing our ability to tune into the akashic records, it's no longer a record. A record is like filed away somewhere that you really have to find. It's a theater. More and more of us are able to tune in to the Akashic Records, see it. And I, and I invite the reader to look at their own lives, knowing that there are potentially trillions of beings watching their lives like a, like a performance. Mm. Oh, my God, Benjamin,
1: I have total goosebumps all over when you said that. I love the way oh, you're couching this with the Akashic Records, but this is theater, mm-hmm. that it is live. Because I do think a lot of times people think that it's a static, thing that everything's theta complete you know it's done it's in this record I have to mm-hmm. live it out this way um, mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit more about this the Kaushik theater and how you see the the meditation aspect of it uh, how does that fit in right. for our listeners mm-hmm. yeah
2: well the everyday life experience that we have is mostly um uh, based on the momentum of the past and um, uh, all these micro decisions that were made here and there and everywhere, this karma and so so mm-hmm. everyday life is is karma it 's the unfoldment of past decisions. Um, the present moment isn 't a dot on a timeline. the present moment is a living, breathing, fluid experience with nuances. Mm. Um, And so the idea with meditation and mindfulness is it really comes down to what is the purpose of a spiritual practice? And the way I answer that question, my perspective on it is the purpose of religion, the the purpose of spirituality is to accelerate, to quicken human evolution, spiritual, psychological Mm. evolution. And what are other ways to say evolution? Healing, maturing, Adapting, growing. Sometimes people get uncomfortable with the word evolution because it's been associated with, with um, an anti-religious school of thought or anti-spiritual school of thought. Um, but it's but it's just a word, and it's and it's and no one owns that word. Evolution does not uh, belong to one theory or one school of thought. Evolution is adaptation, expansion, growth, and and the refinement of, of expression. Um, so the mm-hmm. idea is if that's... If that's the purpose for you to become more you, a greater, more, more expansive uh, version of you, and, and that's the purpose that, for me, too, to become a more expansive, more evolved, more healed, more mature version of myself. Um, if that's the purpose, meditation and mindfulness helps us get there in these present moments. Because what's the difference between a m- mature person and an immature person? We could list a million things. And so mm-hmm. so there are a million little nuances. And we and the reason I say theater is because we are performing those nuances. Yeah. We're we're choosing to live more elegantly when we're living on mm. the spiritual path. And my mentor Marianne Williamson mm. talks about the spiritual path as the path of the heart.
0: Yes. So spirituality yes. is the path of
2: the heart, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Oh, that's so true, and that when you when you talk about compassion or vulnerability being open, it is the heart. Um, I want to ask your question get your take on this um, why because there seems to be and of course heart math um there, there's much more known about the heart, and you see it much more not just addressed but mm-hmm. included. Do you have any thoughts as to why that is that there there is this this move or movement towards this inclusion of heart or heart-based or heart-centered, um, bringing that into our reality. Have you, you noticed that? In, in,
0: mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. What's Definitely. your perception
1: on that?
2: Well, uh, I think that it's really important um, uh, to acknowledge that there are things in this universe that are that are universally true. I think when we get into – um, working with the mind and with the psyche and, and with energy and all this kind of stuff, we start to realize so many things are nuanced and they're based on individual perspectives. And so there are things that are, that are my truth versus your truth, etc. But there are the mm-hmm. big truths, what, what we sometimes call the old gods. And the, and mm-hmm. the old gods are, are the ancient primal forces that are universally true. And, and those are the things that, will, that are timeless, that will always be there. And so the, the timelessness of the truth of the power of the heart and the crucial role of the heart um, creates this inevitability. It's inevitable that we're, that we're learning more of it because of, its, because of its fundamental truth. The fact that it's true, uh, the fact that the heart yeah. has all this power, means it's inevitable that we discover and explore it. Um, And I think it associates uh, with the reality that, look, if we look anthropologically, uh, the way anthropologists talk about humanity and especially the evolution of equal rights, um, Mm -hmm. they say, look, there was a time where biologically um, if a woman was menstruating, there were certain things she couldn't do. There were things that they, 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 that we figured out, you know, And so we're in a world now where some of those very basic fundamental physiological challenges that female bodies go through in order to be natural, you know, childbearing bodies, the, the menstrual cycle is one example of something that we've learned how to adapt into so that women are not held back in the same way. So there's this one school of thought that says, look, the patriarchy, the patriarchy. And then there's another school of thought that says, well, the world is different now. We don't need men right. to do things for women to be at home. Women needed to be at home for their own hygiene, their own health, you know, and you know, outside of even just the taking care of the children and that kind of thing in the old days. And so now we're in a completely new world. And we're still adapting mentally to what that means. That means that men and women are equal in all kinds of areas where where women just didn't have the chance or the opportunity to even play or participate in the past, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think it co—I think it coincides with the expansion of under of feminine understanding um, of feminine leadership. Of gentleness, of you know, you think about the what, what's the what's the fundamental quality of femininity? It's the womb. It's nurturing. It's the yeah. it's the the core thing. And we need to be mothered so badly as a world.
0: Oh boy, we that's need to, so true. we need oh.
2: to we need to respect the mother. We need to respect the earth. We need to be mothered, you know. And so I think that that's why we're starting to learn about the heart. Our heart is. Mm-hmm is our own personal feminine nature. I've heard the mind and the heart be exp- uh, explained as the yang and the yin, the the masculine mm. and feminine qualities, the heart being the feminine. So I think the expansion and the exploration of heart-centeredness, uh, Marianne Williamson writing that book, A Politics of Love, when she was running for president and was on the debate stage t- two times, on the debate stage, yeah. a woman, a politician, a viable candidate being being on the debate stage, running on a premise of love coming into politics, yeah. heart-centeredness in politics. So I think it's a movement toward, um, toward femininity. I don't think it'll be a total polarization the way we've seen a polarization of, of patriarchal masculinity. Um, I think the balancing that comes into play now.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, well put. Yeah, and I know when she was on stage, I'm thinking, oh, just all of this, is just resonating out, mixing in the ether of the, all that yes. is, and getting encoded, and all this, you know, it, is, it its just ready to speak. Speaking sprout, of you know, akashic ready. records,
2: right? Speaking, yeah. Speaking of the the akashic record, it's someone did that now. Like
3: she, she yeah.
2: look, she didn't win, et cetera, Blah blah blah. We know that something much much bigger than one election took place because of those decisions she made.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, that energy went in, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's there now. The, the template is there um, to move through. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Now, speaking back um, on the akashic, well, what, what do you think is important for people right now? Let's look, let's look at that. Even mm-hmm. even being aware of the akashic, with everything mm-hmm. this tumult that we're in. Um, externally, or it looks like it appears to Mm -hmm. be tumult. I see a grand plan unfolding in a beautiful, divine way. But
0: anyway. It's it's really both.
1: Yeah, it's both. Exactly. It's both. It's Mm -hmm. both. It's both. That's why it's in the one. And,
2: you know, to, to speak to, like, what you're saying, what's relevant today, what's relevant now in the midst of all of this, uh, we're living. This is the first line in the introduction to my book. We're living in the time of the fulfillment of ancient prophecies, and that's 100% true. And I mm-hmm. couldn't have planned better. Something higher than me had that book come out right now. It comes out this week, you know. Um, so pretty extraordinary that 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 is even so timely.
1: Yeah. Now, and Benjamin, so, when so is I, the date? Because I had pre order, just to interrupt real quick. When is, mm-hmm. because although I know a lot of listeners, a lot of times people are listening and they want to get the book while they're listening even. Um, when right. is the actual publication date? When is it? Um,
2: well, when, we did an early oh, release on Kindle. So Kindle is available now. So if you go to Amazon and order Modern Spirituality Kindle, you can start to read it today. And um okay. The If you pre-order the paperback today, you will receive it on Tuesday, September 29th.
1: Okay, great. And it's Mind Spirituality on Kindle? It's
2: Modern Spirituality. Modern, modern okay. Okay. Spirituality. Yeah, the name. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, everyone. Mm-hmm. Modern Spirituality, you can get it on Kindle.
2: Yeah.
1: i yeah. get both. I love when I, cause I travel, you know, for traveling. I'm like, Kindle. Um, totally.
2: You carry 2,500 books with you if you want.
1: Oh, Very right. Cool. I go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love it. Very cool. Um something you talk so, about well, also in your book. Go ahead, go ahead,
2: finish. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, you know, to speak to what's important right now, your your previous question. Um <laughs>
1: the,
2: you know, the I think that the, the most important call to action right now is that everyone within the sound of my voice right now, um, is prepared for the challenges that they are facing they were, they're ready, they're prepared for the challenges we're collectively facing. Um, the, the problems that we will be a part of solving are bigger than us. They're bigger than, than our individual lives. Um, and this is a metaphysical renaissance taking place. And, and we're right on schedule. Our parents, our ancestors, mm-hmm. all of the people that came before us, worked really, really hard towards this moment. If you read all of the ancient, all the ancient traditions have prophecies about this moment. And, and yes, the prophecies themselves do say that it will be chaotic, that there will be pandemics, that there will be uh, cataclysms in nature, check, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. and um, and it also says that the pure in heart will inherit the earth. That means those of us who can actually um, tune in to purity, to yeah. the higher ideals, we are going to be the ones that naturally, magnetically gravitate into areas of leadership because of how crucial those qualities are today.
1: Yes. Oh, mm. and so it is. Wow. That, oh, everyone put a little you know, placeholder on that is Very, 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 yeah, Tammy in the chat. Very, love that. Very powerful. Yes. Love that. Magnetically, the driv- gravitational pull. And that's what, you know, I was talking at the top of the program, how important when I talked meditation and intuition, receiving that insight, that higher awareness, because it's beyond what we've done before. And it's beyond what we know cognitively, you know, through our surface mm-hmm. mind. Um, mm-hmm. So, oh, thank you for saying that. That's so powerful, Benjamin. I mean, that to mm-hmm. me, what you just said is such a powerful navigating approach and tool. Because so much of the past is is falling away or is not usable.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. You know, and and that's how nature works. Um, it it is scary because we're seeing so many things. The this kind of shift hasn't happened in so so long. Um, Yeah, we're seeing so many things we don't understand and we have to face something. Look, our ancestors, Mm -hmm. you're not alive on this planet because you're a descendant of weak ancestors. You didn't, your bloodline did not survive this long because you're weak and powerless. Your bloodline survived this long in your incarnation because you're strong. No one on this planet is from a weak bloodline. Those have all died out a long, long time ago. Every bloodline on this planet is a very, very strong one because we're coming together. That's the one thing that we haven't clicked into yet is realize, whoa, not only am I strong, everyone on this planet is strong, and we need all of our strength to to make this leap and it's and it's little changes it's nuances it's little changes it's saying you know what I'm going to be I'm going to follow my intuition a little more intimately I'm going to be a little bit more bold I'm going to take a little bit more um, more uh, strength and and confidence with me everywhere I go in the decisions that I make I'm not going to shrink back I'm not going to believe propaganda. I'm not going to believe mm-hmm. lies. I'm not going to fall prey mm-hmm. to mind control. I'm here now. That's the invocation. I am here now, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: that, that's one of the things that Marianne Williamson talks about was that she's she so funny. She's so sassy sometimes. Uh, she said, look, I get it. We all have to deal with our trauma work, but don't you think that the suffragettes were traumatized? They got it done. Don't you think the abolitionists yeah. were traumatized? Of course they were, but they had to get it done. And so that's us. We have to definitely do our healing work, and it's an art. You know, like I say in the book, it's an art. You know, we have to realize that, like, these films and these songs and everything, they're art. Some are happier than others, you know, and some are still beautiful if there's a lot of heartbreak in them, you know. The healing process is an art. And when we shield a wound, when we break a bone and it heals, it's stronger than before it was broken, if it heals correctly.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: so, so the next thing after healing is mutation. So new new powers become developed, new gifts, new capacities uh, become developed. You know.
1: You know what I also find so helpful that you're um, saying, Benjamin, is that it's nuanced in small steps because I, I've seen you know. See feedback from people but it they feel it has to be so big and what what, what do i do and where do i go but you're right. actually saying it's more right where they are right here right now and it, it's nuanced yeah. these small these small steps because i think people can we can handle that in the mixture of fear um and i'm finding even people coming together i know i see it in my life and even in my work that i do that admitting the fear it's almost like you know that um EFT, you know, the tapping like even mm-hmm. though I feel the fear I'm doing it anyway. You know, I'm moving forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm reaching yep. out, you know, uh, whatever it is. Um I do mm-hmm. see much more openness and vulnerability with so many people that we can be fearful or uncertain and do that next step mm-hmm. and trust our intuition yep. or our inner guidance, right, and do that next step. Um so thank you for saying that. That's a really good point. Um the nuance and the small step. And let me ask you, how does one, a lot of people listening are looking around going, well, what can I do or what, what is that nuance? How do I know it's a next step or it's mm-hmm. this nuanced growth that's coming in?
2: Well, something that you said, as I was listening, before I came on all the call, you said to one of the callers, trust your intuition. You're right. You know, um, the reality is we have to practice mindfulness and meditation. We have to learn. The thing is there are ways to meditate um, that will, will help you develop different capacities if you do them correctly. That's the thing that I felt was the most important message when I wrote my first book, Practical Meditation for Beginners, was that I was finding people were sitting down And taking naps and they were like, look, I got, I had such a relaxing meditation. And not all meditation is the same thing as sitting down and really relaxing. A lot of times we're really transmuting and navigating like complex ideas and complex challenges. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the idea uh, that I approach my work with is like, look, we need to know these formal techniques, just like if you're going to really, really develop your muscular physique uh, there are mm-hmm. a lot of different exercises. It's not just those few basic ones that you've, you've heard of. If you ever start to work with a trainer over a long period of time, you're going to be doing a lot of different techniques. And that's, that's mm-hmm. our generation. Um, in traditional spirituality, each tradition has its own meditation technique and process that it requires you to practice for a long period of time before ever learning another one. And, and yeah. in modern spirituality, we have the opposite approach where we try a lot of things and we, we figure it out. We figure out which techniques work for us, we figure out how to practice the different techniques, we apply them in our lives in all different kinds of ways, and we, pract- we find friends to practice different techniques with. And so the mm-hmm. idea is uh, to, to learn what your spiritual practice is like. In the book, um, I say that there's three aspects to a, a modern spiritual practice which is an informal practice, a formal practice, and an assisted or community practice. So an assisted or community practice would be a group meditation or a, or a private session with, with a professional or something. Um, an informal practice would be mindful eating, mindful driving, being more compassionate, mm. practicing being more generous with your tip, more generous with, You know, sometimes I just make donations to people because I I think, you know what, I've got an extra 50 bucks. I was really blessed by what that person posted on Instagram. I'm going to find out what their Venmo is and send them 50 bucks. So Mm. informal, informal practices fall under that random act of kindness. And what I say is random act of consciousness. So, so we just try to be Beautiful. more conscious. You know, that's the informal practice. And then the formal practice is when you sit down and you pray and you meditate and you journal and you do your ritual. That's the formal practice. So, so we have to integrate spirituality into all the different areas of our lives um, so that we sort of create this triadic vortex that we live within um, where – my formal behavior, my informal behavior, and my community behavior is all tweaking the dynamics just enough to where there's a matrix of new possibility formed around me and through me, and, and, you, and, you, and thereby you step onto a new timeline. And uh, oh. you're no longer on the, on the trajectory you were on. You're on a completely new one.
0: Yeah. And, and so
2: the, the movement, that awakening that we started the conversation with that, that, that really inspired the entire book, that awakening is, is us talking about the movement, talking about the awakening, talking about our spiritual practice, becoming more tolerant and understanding with each other, metaphysically reconciling with our own religious spiritual traumas reconciling with our own uh, past and becoming more and more forgiving and understanding with each other, becoming more intimate with, with each other on a larger scale. And that's mm-hmm. the movement.
1: Yeah, it is. Oh, it does move. And you're right. Let's touch upon this a little bit more because it's, I feel like it's so important. We do move off. We move on to a different timeline. We move off of that mm-hmm. old timeline where the the old, the old stories, were, <laughs> where the archives right. and the records are, with the cobwebs.
2: Right. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Could you touch upon that a little more, going for our listeners? This this idea of living, and I love what you're saying about that triad, by the way, because I feel like everything there is supports it. Just one leads into the next to the next, and you're just in this. I don't know. This wonderful upliftment. No matter what, how difficult mm-hmm. things are, you know, you kind mm-hmm. of have this little so,
2: cushion. So- so here's a little visualization that I think is helpful. So imagine that you're standing in um, some beautiful heavenly place. Imagine that you're, you know, in, in a heavenly dimension amongst the clouds. You're standing there, and there are three beings that, that manifest around you in a triangle, so you're standing in the center of this triangle with these three people, and they look just like you. They're you. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're you in your highest, most beautiful, most intelligent state. It's you in your most loving, most powerful state. It's you when you're, you're in your power. And it's in three parts, one in front of you and then, you know, the other two. You're standing right in the center of the three points of the triangle, and the one symbolizes that person in your life that you go to, maybe, maybe a psychic, maybe a, a priest, maybe a pastor, maybe a therapist, maybe a meditation teacher, maybe a, a community, maybe a meditation group. One, sim, one person, one of those three symbolize your community practice or assisted practice. The second one symbolizes your formal personal ritual, where you meditate every morning and every night or whatever. Pray, meditate, journal every morning and every night. So the second being represents your personal intimate practice by yourself. The third one symbolizes your informal decisions, those little decisions, the decision to be a little bit more loving, the decision to be a little bit more mindful as you drive, the decision to bless your food before you eat it, the decision to be a little bit more grateful, those informal moments. Are, are embodied in that third being. And you're standing in the center of the triangle of all three of those beings. And, and, it, and each one is sending you energy. And when you feel the flow of energy from one of them, it sort of tips you back a little bit because you feel the pressure of it. You feel the movement of it. And then the other two are stabilizing you. So when you do anything in a triad... And you find three ways to do it. The simplest, most novice way to look at the triad is positive, neg- negative, and neutral. Uh, but a more a more nuanced approach is relevant when you're looking at a specific thing. So the mm. the three aspects of a personal spiritual practice must come together, so you basically don't tip over in one direction. You know, um, mm. and not only do you not tip over, it helps you. Sustain that energy, it, it not only prevents you from falling over, it, it strengthens you and makes you... And imagine that you just get larger and fuller and bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it's doing. It's a, it's a matrix. It's a triangular matrix. And when you think about it, those informal, those informal random acts of kindness or random acts of consciousness that happen throughout the day... They 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 intervene. They're like guardian angels that show up in your life and say, you know what, tip a little bit extra for that person right now. You know what, smile mm-hmm. when you look at that person. You know what, wave. You know what, say a kind word to this person right now. That's like guardian angels popping into little moments in our lives. and And then – Imagine that you, you have those people that you go to once a week, that you go deeper with, that Zoom call or that meditation group or, or that coach or whatever it is. And then you have that daily ritual, that daily practice. You know These things completely rewrite those little decisions that you make. And if you're walking in a straight line through the desert mm-hmm. and, then you, and you turn 10%, 10 degrees to the left, it won't take long before your destination is completely different. So so if we look at the ground anywhere we stand, there's an infinite number of lines in all directions around us. We can go straight. We can go left. We can go right. We can go 45 degrees to the northeast. We can go 45 degrees, degrees uh, in the opposite direction. You know, there's, there's an infinite number of directions, we can, paths we can walk on from this present moment where we're standing right now. There's an infinite number of paths in all directions around you. And some of them might look pretty similar close up. But after 10 feet, after 20 feet, after, after three days of walking, it, it already starts to look quite, very, quite different, you know. Um, so that's how we step on a new timeline. We say, look, instead of eating uh, that unhealthy thing that I love to eat, I'm going to eat a healthier expression of it. Instead of eating right now, I'm going to go to bed a little earlier. Instead of eating late at night. Um, mm-hmm. You can tell that I have like a food thing. That's like one of my areas where I <laughs> I always start to use examples that are like food and, you know, I'm going to eat the taco salad instead of the nachos. You know, it's like little decisions yeah. like that, um, that that's how we step onto another timeline. And now from a spiritual perspective, it's about breaking down the, the the curses of the old traditions in our minds. And what are the curses? The curses are the fact that the nations have have these kinds of borders that are so limiting with each other. And I'm not talking about politics, and I'm not talking about the negotiations. What I'm talking about is religions not being open to each other. I'm talking about communities of people having huge judgments, blanket judgments against, oh, that person's a Democrat. Oh, that person's a Republican. These huge blanket statements that have these like, weird undertones and projections in them. You know, those are the kinds of things that we have to become more nuanced in. And then, then imagine we know that expression, the critical mass. We have that critical mass right now ready to go. There's a critical mass of people who know how to do this. There's a critical mass of people oh, yeah. who are tapping into their intuition. And now, in my book, I'm saying it's already happening, and you can be a part of it. I'm not saying, guys, we need to create this. We have to no, I agree this. with you.
1: It's all already happening.
2: It's on. It's already yeah.
1: happening. It, it's, on. it's on. You know, you as you were sh- um, sharing that great example, I could feel and see the energy, and I'm like, wow, what he's also talking about is aligning to the life force energy. It's aligning to that unifying principle, which is love. It's aligning to what's most life-enhancing. Every time you were giving the example, I, I could see it. It's like, and, of course, that's going to carry you. Or nudge you or however you want to, whatever term you want to use metaphor it's it's going to right. get you to what is what is best, which is most mm-hmm. life enhancing where there is most love um very power very simple but very powerful i mean because it also right. it's something everyone can do
2: mhm, exactly.
1: you talk about also in your book, um, you talk about this uh, rewiring and reconnecting,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which I found Mm -hmm. kind of fascinating. Um, Can you share a bit on that, this this idea of rewiring and reconnecting?
2: Yeah, the the idea of rewiring the brain um, is sort of New science, neuroscience um, languaging around the self-purification that every spiritual tradition requires of the initiate. Um, When you become initiated into any of the spiritual traditions, whether that means you you have your bar mitzvah or your bat mitzvah or your baptism or your formalized initiation in any way, in any spiritual tradition, self-purification is necessary. And so what does that mean in the modern world? It means we have to engage our neuroplasticity, which is the quality of the brain that allows us to learn even as we age. We can learn new things even when we're very, 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 when the body has reached, you know, um, elderly status, you know, um, mm-hmm. the, the brain can still learn. Um, but you do have to work with it, and you do have to engage the neuroplasticity. When we purify ourselves right now, we're in the High Holy Days. We're in the 10 Days of Awe in the Jewish tradition between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur this weekend. And, um, and this is a time of repentance. It's a time of atonement. And repentance and atonement mean I, I don't want to do that thing anymore. I don't want to have that habit anymore. I don't want to have that character defect anymore. And atonement means I'm going to be one with my source again. I'm going to be one with Mm. my highest self again. At one, atone. I'm going to atone. I'm going to reconnect with my my realness, with my truth, and I'm going to repent of my dysfunction. I'm going to repent of my low vibes. I'm going to repent of my unhealthy Mm. behaviors, my rudeness, my unkindness, my judgments against others. You know, And that's rewiring and reconnecting. Rewiring the brain is the same thing as saying, I'm going to repent. To repent is the same thing as saying, I, I haven't been handling my finances well, and I need to make some more money. So, so mm. then reconnecting is reconnecting to your source of abundance, your source of power. That reconnection is atoning with your higher self. Gosh. And your higher self says, look, here are the things that, that are blocking you from that better experience with money. And the, and the higher mm-hmm. self in the atonement process says, look, this is what you've got to do now. So we we rewire by saying, look, I'm not going to overspend in this area. I, I can tell that these are the things that I got." More often than not, we know um, the problems uh, in our own behaviors. Yes. More often than not. Yes. You know. And so then, so the rewire comes in when we're like, you know what? Th- these behaviors are not in alignment with my values. I'm going to reconnect to mm-hmm. God. I'm going to reconnect to the source mm. of me, my own divine nature, my own higher nature. And I put a major emphasis in the book on uh, developing a relationship with one's own higher nature. So that's the rewire and reconnect concept.
1: Mm. Well, so that... so relevant yeah, for I know. right I... now. The, Oh, it is. And mm-hmm. I find, I don't know, about you, but when I am not as connected, then certain behaviors or certain things come in, you know, to play mm-hmm. that, that puts it off mm-hmm. balance. And it is this kind of reconnecting to source, you know, aligning to the higher self, connecting to source where all abundance is. You don't, you don't need mm-hmm. to do any, overdo anything. <laughs> you know, you don't need to over, right. you don't need to overdo because you're so fulfilled. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, what a great thing to, for people to integrate into their practice! Um, I, I love the the concept, and it, it, to me too, it aligns to the kind of the magic of all of life and 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 definitely this world by doing yeah. these things. You're, now you're an active participant in your own life and this whole beautiful co creation. Mm-hmm.
0: Just mm-hmm. very
1: beautiful. Now, Benjamin, let's talk. I know we had, thank you, Tammy, for putting the the website in the chat. I appreciate it. Um, I guess letting people know where they can reach you, anything that you have going on. Um, Of course, we have the book, um, Mm -hmm. which people can get, Modern Spirituality, A Guide to the Heart of Mindfulness, Meditation, and the Art of Healing. Kindle right now, and uh, then uh, they can order the paperback. What was, when did you say that was?
2: Well, they can order it now, but it'll arrive on Tuesday the 29th is the first day Uh that it's officially out. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, great. Um, Mm -hmm. Anything else you have coming up or you want to share or a way that they can connect with you further?
2: Well, uh, I think for me, Instagram is, is, the, is the best place. I do have a website. I am on Twitter. I have all kinds of stuff going on. Um, but Instagram is the place where you can interact more directly with me. Um, Instagram.com slash Benjamin W. Decker. That's it. Benjamin W. Decker. There's a lot of Ben Deckers in the world, so I had to go with Benjamin W. Decker. So. And everyone has okay. my middle name Benjamin. is William. Everyone always says, "What's the W for William?" Benjamin William. Oh,
1: nice. Benjamin W. Decker. All right, Benjamin. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the program. It really um, means a lot, and I love so much of what you shared. Your book is such a gem. It's a um, great.
2: Thank Actually, you. We'll have thank you. To I get
1: through this
3: time.
2: Yeah, you know, I I really really appreciate people like you checking the book out because a lot of times uh, we are we know so much we're we're helpers we're healers you know like yourself and um and I I always have a lot of respect when someone takes a moment to see what else is out there to see what the what each other is doing so I I think I have a lot of respect for you and and people who do that so thank you for that.
0: Oh, and, um, you're welcome. I'm I always love, learning. I'm, yeah.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. I love what you're doing. Love it. So so thanks so much oh, thank for letting me Benjamin. be a small part of it.
1: Oh, yes. Come back anytime, anytime you want to share. I learned a lot. I took some notes, um, and I know that our listeners did as well. So thank you again so much. Big hug. My pleasure.
2: I'll talk to you soon. Big hug.
1: Okay. Bye-bye. All right, that, everyone. That was Benjamin Decker. Um, you can find him on Instagram, Benjamin W. Decker. This book is definitely a must-have in your library, Uh, Modern Spirituality, A Guide to the Heart of Mindfulness, Meditation, and the Art of Healing. Thank you all for being here, all of you that co-created this um, with me. I so appreciate all of you and what you bring, your energy, your light, all that you share. And as always, I say, continue to shine your light, shine it really bright, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake.